Everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with Caleb. Uh, this is um, a little bit different. Uh, can't get the background noise out on this one, but uh, so yeah, I'm about ready to head out and take a little bit of a trip. And uh, so just wanted to leave with some, some parting thoughts, if you will. And I'll do some more once I'm in location and also be doing podcasts. I don't know how the video quality will work out and if I have the internet connection for that. But um, so yeah, uh, been ready to head out and just looking at what's going on out there right now uh you know in our in our nation and uh i got a lot of different emotions guys to be honest with y'all i just got a lot of different emotions and uh so yeah i'd, I'd like to open this up with saying uh, i'd really appreciate it that uh when i get back to the united states so i'm traveling out for a few months uh that you got it just a little bit better by the time i get back that'd be cool uh you know there's like I said, there's just so many emotions uh, running through my head. Part of that's probably because I'm getting ready to head out and away from my family and friends and, you know, stuff like that. But the other piece is I just can't wrap my head around the, the hatred, animosity. It's just really surprising, to be honest with you, uh, of what I'm seeing in our nation right now. And I know it's always been there. Uh, some people, some ethnicities more than others know that, uh, especially our brothers and sisters that are African-American that deal with that on a, on a routine basis. Uh, but just now, I just see so many different people have so many different opinions on it, right? Uh, some people say that, you know, stop the looting, stop the rioting. There's people on another viewpoint that say, uh, it's just uh, it's people that are enraged or that are angered. It's time to speak out, you know, and to be honest with you, I can see it from both sides. I can see both angles on that. What what I would like to challenge each and every one of us, because you know, everybody's got, a, you know, their own idea on these things and how they think it should go and what should be done, what's right. And, and what's really disconcerting to me is that across social media platforms, across, you know, TV, wherever, right? That those with sound and sound voice with, with reason uh, seem to not get pushed, if you will. So if you if you get on and you're borderline inciting rage uh, on, on one viewpoint or the other, it doesn't matter, right? So if you're inciting rage or you know, it's as the ones that get pushed a lot, those agendas, and we got to be careful with that. What's in our heart? Is it love? Or is it something completely different? And the way I see it, there's there's about three different things in the heart, if you will. There's there's love, there's hate, and there's something in between. Maybe some people call it, you're just indifferent. You, you don't really care one way or the other. If it's not affecting you, then you don't care. And, and that's a bad way to look at it. I'd rather you be, you know, uh, Y'all know my faith background as a Christian, you know, and Jesus said, uh, I spit lukewarm out. At least if you're, if you're, you know, not of him in this case, not of the Holy Spirit, not of God, you know, at least I know where you stand. You know, I can't stand someone that's lukewarm. And, and I'm the same way, to be honest with you, on, on our reactions to things. 
don't don't be one way to my face or one way to somebody else's face or anybody's face for that matter and then something completely different when you're around who who you think you can be more of yourself with uh, so I, I as a heart check that's my challenge to all of us is a heart check you know uh, what is in your heart is it love or is it hate and and again if you're in the middle in the middle if you're indifferent I really got to put you in the other box of, and I know it's bad, right? I know it's bad to make an assumption like that. Uh, honestly, I guess it's a stereotype if I'm being completely honest. But if you if you don't love, then I see this as hate. Because how can you sit there and say that you love someone or love all and be indifferent? I, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Uh, so maybe it's an ignorance thing on my part. Uh, but I'd venture to say it's probably not. You know, I'm not saying I'm smart by any means, but in this particular instance, I don't, I don't think I've misread that. I think this is either love or hate. That's what's in your heart. We can color it whatever we want to color it. We can call it whatever we want to call it uh, to make ourselves feel better, to sleep at night better or whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's either love or hate. So we really, as a, as a people, as as a society, have to, I think that's what we're coming to, having to come to grips with. You know, it's, it's so long uh, people have, have watered things down. And so long people have swept things under the rug. Because honestly, like, I think it was Will Smith, if I, I, I hate to be misquoting, but I think it was Will Smith that said racism's always existed. It's just people are able to record and broadcast it now. Uh, and I would have to agree with him on that. It's, it's always existed. You know, I just did this series uh, for the United States Air Force. I did this whole entire series about, uh, it was, uh, you can go and look at it, but it was termed, the Air Force is diverse and inclusive, hashtag what say the airmen. And then we uncovered, and we didn't really uncover anything, but there were things that were, were brought up that uncovered things for me and others. So in the, in the grand scheme of things, if you will, that not that much was uncovered. But when you break it down for individuals, things were uncovered for people like myself, you know, because I've never seen uh, or witnessed discrimination in the Air Force. Yeah, but but I knew it, it happened. I, I've heard stories that it happened, but then hearing them firsthand. So I, I really challenge you to go out and, and take a look at that series, a whole web article on it and everything that we did uh, as a team there. And, and it, it's, it's a microcosm. We're a microcosm in the United States Air Force of, of society, of our nation. So if we know if it's going on in the Air Force and it's going on across our nation, across the world. And I don't think there's many, uh, well, not to get back, there are many, but uh, there's a there's a large proportion of people or a large portion excuse me of people that, that agree that racism is still occurs discrimination still occurs and not just with our african-american brothers and sisters uh, but but across the spectrum uh, from multiple uh, different ethnicities right so it's not uh, just caucasians that are discriminating against uh, african-americans or latinos or uh, asians and it's not, i'm not saying it's just one race it's all races and that is sad uh, the more i watch what's going on and the more i listen to the comments uh coming out of people's mouths uh, it's like my good friend rick barnett would say pastor barnett uh it's a matter of the heart you can really hear what's in somebody's heart you know sometimes in conversations you know you might have someone being interviewed uh, whether it's on a youtube or a youtube channel or if it's cnn or msnbc or fox news doesn't matter you just pick one just listen to it you know listen to the interview and it kind of most of them at least the ones that they show. And that kind of goes back to my first point on what are we really trying to show? Because there is, there's still love out there. There's still people, you know, I'll say myself, I love people, you know, and I want to get better. And I know I've got some blind spots and some biases. And, and we're as human beings, we're continuous, uh, continually growing, I should say. 
if, well, if we're open to that, if we're not open to that, then you're not going to grow. But so <clears throat> when you, you look at those interviews or you listen to them and, and maybe some of the really good, where I was going with that is maybe some of the really good ones, you know, uh, the show love or demonstrate love and the opposite of hate, maybe they don't show those, but the ones that get shown, just listen, they start out nice and calm for the most part, you know, and there's some other that start out automatically aggressive, but there's, I would say the majority of them start out as, you know, it's, it's a facade and that facade comes off pretty quick. Uh, once people are pressured one, one way or the other, uh, either love or hate. And most of the ones, like I was saying, that are broadcast, uh, it's hate that comes out. Unfortunately, more times than not, uh, you know, it's generalization start, uh, you know, di discriminative remarks are made. Uh, you know, it's kind of surprising when you sit there and watch it, you know. And so what I want to caution is we can get caught up, right? We can get caught up and for a just cause and do it the wrong way. Uh, because what's in your, so you need, we need to fix our hearts first. Uh, me being a, a man of faith, that's where I think that, that that's the only place uh, that for me that I can see where that, that works for me. Uh, because, you know, without, without my faith, I don't know where I would be. So I have a, I'm a strong believer in that faith molds our hearts into the things that it should be, which is love. So if you're a Christian, as an example, and you're listening to me right now, and you're hearing my voice right now, and you're like, well, blah, blah, blah. I just challenge you with this right now. So I know there's a lot of different faith beliefs out there. Uh, but for me as a Christian, so I'm talking to anybody that's listening to this podcast, of course. But if you're a Christian, I want, I want you to hear this right now. Uh, what are those what are those two commandments? You know, when they asked Jesus, what are the two most important commandments? And uh, what did he respond with? Did he say, love those that look like you? Huh. I, I don't. It's not in the Bible. Um, love those that uh, act like you and believe like you. They can look different, but as long as they believe, they have to believe like you. Uh, otherwise, you can't love them. Is that is that in there? Maybe maybe that's in there. Maybe I should go back and look again. No. No, no, that's, that's not in there. So he said, I love the Lord your God like it's with all your heart, soul, and mind. And then love your neighbor as yourself. A lot of scholars that go in and, and say, well, what is a neighbor? Well, I'm just, my, my perspective on this is your neighbor is anyone. Anyone that's not you. So that could be your wife, your children, uh, quite literally your neighbor next door, uh, the man or woman you run into on the street. So it could be anyone. So if we, as Christians, and then, so this is where I also see, and maybe it's because I'm looking at Christians, right? Uh, where I see a breakdown and, and you want to get on your high horse, so to speak, and condemn X, Y, and Z, but you haven't condemned A, B, and C this whole time. Where you been at? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, beating people up uh, in the name of a protest. And I, and I would say that the vast majority of those protests aren't doing that anyway. Um, and, and, you know, so I'm not saying we should you know, destroy personal property. And I'm not saying that uh, by any means that we should cause physical harm to people. I know there's sometimes people can get caught up in an accident, but there's there's been literally people's lives have been taken from them. And, that, and that's not what this is about. So I'm not saying we don't speak out on that, but I'm saying what we have to do as Christians to speak out on everything that is not in line with what you believe. So you can't just pick and choose. Right. You can't pick and choose what's going to be important to you. You can't pick and choose what's right and wrong for sure. So and why I'm saying you can't pick and choose what's going to be important because you can't say uh, this person or that person is not important. You can't do that because 
especially if you're a Christian, you've already said that, hey, everyone is important. God loves everyone. Not just the ones that believe like you or have the same sexual preference as you. That, that's not in your hands. That's not, in, that's not the place for you to determine whether that's right or wrong. That's, you're supposed to show love. As human beings, we're supposed to show love. And you say, well, okay, you're, you're getting ready to go out on a deployment. How much love are you going to show on a deployment? That's a good question. Sorry, I got my coffee here. That's a good question. Well, what kind of person am I going to be? There's, there's rules of engagement for sure, and we're not going to get into all those. But, which I think the military does a, is a great job in rules of engagement and you know, escalation and de-escalation of force and things of that nature. But that's something that uh, all, all Christians are, are challenged with. Uh, when we get called to deploy or called to go into a battle space, and um, it does make us look at how we do things. Obviously, I have to follow Uniform Code of Military Justice, and I have to follow the Geneva Conventions and, and Code of War and uh, standard operating procedures, all that, and rules of engagement. So, yeah, definitely a good question, and that's something that we all have to analyze, and I've, I've been analyzing that. So that's why all of us are, that's why I wear the cloth is so we can continue to have this freedom to do this, is to vote, to put those people in places that make the decisions that reflect how we want America to be resembled or what we want America to resemble or what we want to stand for. And also those people there in those offices, we have the opportunity to vote for them uh, to stand for the things that we believe is right. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to vote only uh, for those that uh, have the same faith as I have, because that's dangerous, too. Because, and it's always like, you know, I don't want to say a 50-50, but it's always a, I don't know what percentage you want to put on it of, you think you know somebody, you think that's what you're going to, you're going to vote for this person because you think that's what they represent, what you stand for. And it might be, hopefully it is, a equality, a quality of treatment and, and opportunity and love. Uh, then there's always something different. Not always. I shouldn't say always, but a lot of the times it's always it's, it's driven by something else, right? Money, power, greed, name it. So that's that's my heart on it. Is is that I I do try to vote for those that represent what I what I stand for. So yeah, it, it is difficult. I've been put in positions before where. You have to make that hard decision on is this uh, is this the right call uh, to potentially end up uh, taking this person's life in a combat situation. Now, a lot of people put those in different categories. You know, people compartmentalize. I can't speak right now. Compartmentalize those and say, well, this is in the the right or in the just view of what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And um, so, as a service member uh, been conflicted with that for a while for a, for a long time and, and a lot of service members will tell you it's, it's about the person on their left or their right and so not to turn this into a political debate on whether we should be waging war or on named operations and things of that nature I'm, I'm not that's not what this podcast is about what this podcast is about this particular episode is about is showing love 
and some people might be listening to this, but like, wow, you just kind of went off on a on a rabbit trail there. And and the reason I do that because if this is the first time you're listening to me, uh, I'm a transparent person. There's no secrets with me. I don't hide things, and and it's important for you to understand, you know, those those battles that that I have inside. Because uh, if we're going to be sitting here trying to give advice to people and hey, you should do this or you shouldn't do this or you should do that and those types of things, right? So if I'm going to be sitting here doing that and I'm not being truthful with you and transparent with you, then then who am I? What am I doing? Uh, so yeah, those are those are things I think about. How do I raise my sons? How do I raise them with love? And what are they being influenced by on social media or any kind of media outlet? Uh, because there are a lot of things out there looking to convince our children to, to, to do things that you probably don't agree with. So, yeah. All of this to say, how, how are you going to do uh, things differently to get a different outcome? Because otherwise, it's just insane. If you're going to continue to do the same things we're doing now, or you're doing now, unless it's something that we're doing that needs to be done, that is right, that just requires perseverance, that's one thing. But if we're going to do the same thing as a, as a government or as a nation or as a group of people, we're going to continue to do the same things the same way, expecting different results then that is insanity, right? That is, technically, that's the definition of insanity. So so what are we going to do this different? What are you going to do in your life? So these are things that I've been coming to grips with or having to come to grips with because if you know me, you know, like, I, I want to change the world. Uh, you know, that's been put on my heart to show people love and, and really change the world. And I'm having to come to grips with, I can't do that by myself, you know? I, I have, at least up until this point, nothing's been put in front of me or nothing that I can see a vision, if you will, or, um, you know, a goal or a dream that I feel is achievable or obtainable that puts me on a platform where I can make significant change for the world. Billy Graham. Uh, you look at Billy Graham. Billy Graham made changes across the world. And there's other people. Mandela. You know, there's there's been other people that have made sweeping changes, you know, uh, for the for the world. But, but not Caleb. Caleb's not in that position to do that. So I've been coming to grips with that. And I'm not saying that you aren't. Whoever you are listening to this podcast, I'm not saying you're not going to be able to make sweeping changes uh, for the world. would never prescribe that to anybody because I, I don't know you. And even if I did, uh, that's not fair of me to say that you're, you don't have the capability to change the world. So what, what am I saying? Well, what, I'm, what I am saying is, Change yourself, change those around you. What is, what is your circle of influence? I know we've all heard about the circle of influence, circle of control and circle of influence. But seriously, if, if each one of us, right, hear me out. If each one of us impacted, positively impacted, and showed someone, one person, love, and, and those same people did that to other people, right? Not back to the same person, well, sure, back to the same person, but then to one more. The world would automatically be a better place. Love. Showing love. Oh, well, Caleb, uh, not everybody's capable. But I disagree. Everyone is capable. People choose not to do that. So maybe you need to impact three, four, or five. I think all of us, I really do believe this. I believe all of us could impact five people. If you're going to sit there and tell me that you can't impact five people in a positive nature, and I think you can impact more than that. I mean, a smile, a hello, being courteous, um, treat people with dignity and respect. Might be the unfortunately might be the only time they've ever been treated that way, and they could see something different in you, uh, you know, that you have love in your heart. But I'm saying, like, truly impact five people around you, and this is outside your immediate family. So if 
if you've got an immediate family, a spouse and, and children, 100% your responsibility to be the example for them. But I'm talking about outside of that. So I know I've kind of got some weird parameters here. It seems like, well, Caleb, you just keep on adding more people. Well, yeah, you're going to have to do more than just what's required of you. Right now, I see it, honestly, if I'm going to be honest with you all again, honestly, that, that is our requirement as a human. It's our requirement to treat other people with dignity and respect and show them love. Especially if you profess to be a Christian, of all people. Uh, I know 100% uh, that religion and what it's called for. Now, I don't know all the other faith bases. I'm transparent with you all. Uh, maybe they are called to do the same thing. But I know uh, for Christians, which is in the United States anyway, is the the largest proportion or largest portion of, of faith believers is the Christian faith. So I know that what is what we're called to do, and that's to love one another and to show love. And and you know, to show love isn't a facade. You can't just tell somebody you love them. You have to show that show that to them. Well, how do you do that? How do you show someone love? You start with getting to know them. You start with connecting with them. Well, how do you do that? Well, it's, it's embarrassing that I have to tell you how to if you really do have a question uh, about how to connect with someone. But let's just be honest. Some people don't know. They don't know how to connect. You know, it's it's not just when you have uh, a friend that looks like you. I, when I say make a change, I want you to develop relationships with people that are different than you, 100% different than you. Or at least on my own set, you'll think they're different than you. When you get to know people, you come to find out that it's crazy. We're all humans. It's crazy. Um, and a lot of us like similar to the same things. We might look at things differently, which makes us stronger and better. But at the end of the day, you'll find that you have more similarities than you differences. And the differences should make you stronger, not hate each other. And I can't fathom why we do hate each other, but I don't want to get too far down a rabbit trail. So yeah, uh, find someone and build a relationship with someone that looks different, acts different, and believes different than you. You'll be better for it. That's that's how you start with loving. And guess what? It's not going to be easy for some of you. Some people like me, they'll run my mouth and, and love to talk to people. I mean, I was a taxi driver, uh, or I'm sorry, Uber driver from the airport. Uh, I'll leave him nameless just in case he's a listener, somebody's listening to, to this that knows him. But um yeah, uh, me and him were having a great conversation from from the airport to my hotel where I'm at right now. I mean, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just asking them just small stuff, right? I didn't have enough time to really develop a relationship with them. But I'm just, you know, hey, where are you from? What's life like for you? How are you doing today? What's going on in your life? And, and not giving people an opportunity for a quick answer or a quick way out. You know, sometimes people are like, uh, how are you doing? Oh, and you get, somebody else responds with, good, and you're moving on to the next topic. You know, I've caught a lot of people off guard before when I say, good. Like, not great, but good. Well, yeah, yeah, just, that's good. What would make it great? And what only makes it good? What keeps it from being bad? Some people are like, holy crap, why, am I gonna, why is this dude talking to me right now? But more times than not, you just see, like, people, the, the look on their face just kind of change and... Uh, they kind of fill you out first, you know, like, I don't know if I can trust this person or not. And so it takes a little bit of time and they start to, you know, trust you a little bit. And they start to share a little more. Human connection is phenomenal. Human connection is phenomenal. It's, it's amazing what people end up sharing with you once you start talking and show a genuine interest in them. Now, I know for some of you, you're like, yeah, I already got this. Might be all of you listening, right? I already got this. Well, you do? Well, that's... 
That's interesting because if, if everyone got it, then we wouldn't have happening what we have happening right now. Now, I'm not saying it's you. Maybe you do really get it. Then take this and either share this, this very podcast, or share it in your own terms with other people because we don't all get it, unfortunately. I mean, you see that in the in the streets right now uh, with, with people that... Uh, and when I'm not just saying just for protests, I'm saying in the streets, like for real, like the way people treat each other. You know, I don't know how true it is. Let me drink another sip of my coffee here. I don't know how true it is, but I've seen some stuff on social media where it's, um, you know, it's just one example, right? There's literally hundreds of thousands of examples out there, but this is just one example. And again, I don't know the validity of it, but it's a good possibility that it is happening. Uh, the the knee challenge or the, uh, the the Floyd challenge, the George Floyd challenge, and what that is is, in all the pictures that I've seen, have been been white people, Caucasians, uh, pretending like they've got their neck or I'm sorry, their knee on someone's neck. I just I, I don't understand. I, I don't. So these are people that are one just truly ignorant and. And the pictures that I've seen, again, I don't know if it's true or not. Don't want to jump off the deep end on this. But at the same time, it's highly probable that it is true and it is happening. Because, I mean, it takes some work. I mean, I know you can do some some Photoshop on photos and whatnot. But this looks legit to me. And just by the nature of what's happened in our history of the U.S., this does not surprise me. It's, it's disgusting to me, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, just a few years ago, you can look back at pictures um, before they even had that technology, or at least it wasn't widespread technology that I'm aware of, uh, you know, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, where people are hanging from trees and you see the sneers on people's faces. So it's not surprising to me that now we have people that are doing the George Floyd challenge. Um, disgusting, yes, but not not surprising. And okay, so why do we still have this issue? Uh, it's, it's crazy to me. And then you think about human connection, as I just talked about. I would, I, would, I would venture to say that if you put them in that situation, these people making this picture, like, so just in this one particular, you know, example of, of true racism and hatred and ignorance and disgusting behavior, if you were to put a, an African-American in the, in the prone position in this, in this particular example and tell them to put their knee on them until they die, they, they wouldn't be able to do it and they wouldn't do that, I would say the majority of them. So why do they, do they think it's okay to, to make these comments? So I'm speaking to people right now that have a platform to speak from. We all have a platform to speak from, so let me rephrase that. The ones that, I don't know, you got YouTube subscribers uh, in the 4 million range, or, or a million or whatever. I got like 12 followers, whatever. Um, but where I'm saying, what I'm saying with this is, what platform do we have? We all have a platform. What voice are you using from that platform? It needs to be from your heart. So that's why I go back to the beginning. What's in our heart? Do we have love, hatred, or something in between? Which, remember, I said is essentially might as well be hatred. Because if, if you're indifferent, then you're not showing true love. Because you're not speaking out and trying to change those things on, going on around you that are wrong. But then again, when we speak out about it, how do we speak out about it? Do we incite violence? Do we, or, or do we not? You know? So I'd say we know, we shouldn't. So again, going back to your platform, there's some people out there that they think this is going to become 
something horrific and bigger than what it is now, much bigger. So they, they want to draw the lines, so to speak, right now. And that's very, very dangerous. And a lot of people, again, going back to ignorance, don't even know what they're doing and how bad it is, potentially. But most of these people are grown uh, or to an age, it appears to be at an age where they should know better. I don't know how you've been on this earth as long as you have been. And, you know, let's just say late teens uh, to mid-20s. I don't know how you've been on the earth that long and, and not realize what you're doing is wrong. Because these are things that have to be taught. Um, from my experience, I've, I've never seen it where you put two little toddlers together that know anything about skin color and, and use that as a discriminator of whether they're going to hang out with them or play cars or toys or Barbies or whatever with them. I think there's some of the precious scenes uh, when you see two little ones hugging each other, uh, you know, that human connection and, and race and and all these other things that fade away. They don't, they shouldn't even say they fade away. They don't even know they exist. They're just enjoying the moment. I watched my son, my 11-year-old, uh, him and his friend, uh, his friend's an African-American, and, and just uh, watching them play video games together and, and just hearing them. Uh, he'd probably smack me if I hear me say giggle, um, but, but just giggling and just cutting up. It makes my heart feel good. Uh, and they they don't even if they do know what's going on right now, uh, they're not they're not paying attention. Now I've talked to my son and for I'm sure the the parents of, of his friend have talked to him about, you know, things that are going on. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's a, there's I know there's there's a lot more for, for that young man because he is African-American and I can't fathom trying to raise an African-American, uh, especially an African-American man in today's society, actually in any society, if we'll be honest with each other, uh, you know, just how do you, how do you prepare? You know, I've got African-American friends and, and I'm convicted because I've never asked them, how, how do you teach them? What is going on in your head? Um, how, how can I be of any help? Uh, so anyway, uh, convicted on that, I'm going to be reaching out uh, to my African-American friends that I have and, and, and tell them to, to help me understand it more. Because the older I get, the more I see, the more I'm experience, or exposed to, the more my heart just breaks. I, I can't imagine. I don't I don't raise my sons or I never felt the need to raise my sons to, you know, be worried about being killed at a traffic stop. And I know that's, that's not every traffic stop. I get it. Um, but face adversity based solely on the color of your skin. I've, I've never, because I never experienced it. Uh, so I haven't raised my sons to be ready for that uh, battle, if you will. So anyway, back to the point, seeing him and his friend, they, they don't think about that and don't talk about that. Uh, you know, that's not in their mind. They're just having fun. And I, I wished that the rest of us could be that way. I know we can. We have the ability to do it, but we just need to make the choice to do it. I don't know where at any point in anyone's life where they can look at another human being and say, uh, you're less than me because of a, a color of your skin. I, I don't know how we've gotten to that point or really how we've stayed at that point. Because there's been, like Will Smith said, I'll use it again. He said, you know, it's always happened. Have we made progress in this country? Absolutely. I, I really do believe we've made progress. But there's still hatred in our country. There's still violence based on that hatred or occurring because of that hatred. So my challenge back to you, I know I've been rambling on for about 30 minutes now, but my challenge back to you, we got to do better. We must do better. Show love. I talked to you about how to show love and just small snippets, if you will, of just how to start showing love. 
And when somebody's going through something or somebody shares something with you, don't tell them how to feel. Try to understand how they feel, but don't tell them how to feel. Sometimes you just need to shut up and listen. Try that on. And remember when you're getting to know people that are, make sure they're different than you, or at least only, you won't know 100% until you get to know them, but start off with somebody that looks different than you. Somebody that you know already thinks different than you, but definitely somebody that looks different than you. Because it's just because somebody thinks different doesn't mean that they've come up. So another white or Caucasian male, 39 years old, uh, 38 years old, whatever, and I could, I could be sitting across the table from them and we could come from completely different backgrounds, but highly probable uh, that neither one of us experienced discrimination based on skin color. Depending on where you're from, sure, you could you could be the minority at any ethnicity, but more than likely, there's a higher probability that they, that other person won't know. So they might think different than me and, and act different than me and believe different than me and have different preferences than I have. But then we still won't be able to grow as much as if I if I connected with somebody and show as much love as if I connected with somebody that on the outside looked different than me. And, and that's another thing. I'm sorry, I'm going to go on for a little bit longer. That's another thing that aggravates me when people say they don't see color. Maybe, maybe you should go see a doctor because you probably have some type of condition if you can't see color. Um, and I'm not saying you should see color, and I, and I talk about this in other podcasts as well, but I'm not saying you should see color as in a basis of where somebody stands, their, their status, <clears throat> their social status, or where they can go, what they can achieve, but you should see them as a starting point to who they are. Guess what? If you can see me right now, I, I am not African-American. I'm a Caucasian. Um, so you should, you should, I mean, it's obvious first, I'm a big person. Um, and when you see me, you're going to see that I'm a Caucasian. As a starting point to, okay, getting to know me, and then go forward from there. Not judging me by it, but you should see it. I mean, you're going to know that, for all intents and purposes, that I appear to be a male. Right? So these are things you're going to notice, and you're going to see. And that's fine. Just don't judge people based on that. We're not in the judging business anyway. So, again, I know that was a, a long wrap up, uh, but, uh, but I'll leave you with that challenge. Let's do better. we got to do better. And, and it starts at, at the most tactical level, the, most, the smallest level, human to human. Some people are going to be given the opportunity to speak from a much larger platform. Don't worry about the platform you have right now. Worry about the people around you and what capabilities you have from that platform. And what I mean by that is don't go chasing a larger platform just for the sake of having a larger platform. Those opportunities will come along. I won't have, I don't know if I'll ever have a platform to speak to the world, but I do have a platform right now to speak to more than I did five years ago. So I need to speak love. Thanks for being on Real Talk. Uh, thanks for, for venturing back and if you've got a topic or an idea that you'd like to share or like me to speak on, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, contact information is in the show notes. Y'all know the deal. Until we talk again, keep it real.